0: Live from the Business Radio X studio, welcome to Time Well Spent with Julie Hullett, your source for inspiring stories of busy people who have made more time to do what they love. Now here's your host, Julie Hullett.
1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm so glad you're joining me today. My guest is Jordan Thomas. You are in for a treat. Jordan is the founder of the Jordan Thomas Foundation, which is a nonprofit that provides prosthetic devices to children throughout their childhood. Having lost his legs at 16 in a boating accident, he was inspired when he saw other kids in the hospital that did not have access to prosthetics, and serving kids like that became his life purpose. As of 2021, his foundation has helped kids in 13 countries. And currently, JFT is supporting 83 kids in 20 states and three countries. Wow. What an inspiring story. Jordan, welcome. We're so glad you're here today.
0: Thanks, Julie. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Now, the first word that came to mind to me when I met you is that you are passionate, underline, underscore, bold, everything, about everything you tackle. And that's your foundation golf, private equity, and most importantly, your family. And that's nieces, nephews, parents, girlfriend, son, all of those things rolled into one. Yeah. Would you say that being passionate has enhanced your life? And in so in what way?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, being passionate, I'm, I'm not really willing to participate or spend time and energy on things that I'm not passionate about, right? Because that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. And You know, I think if I've learned anything in my lifetime, it's that each day is, uh, is not a guarantee. And like, what a blessing to be given this day. And so for me, like, I feel like I'm playing with house money. There are a lot of scenarios where I'm not, I'm not in this world anymore, right? I've had a lot of trauma in my life, a lot of events and experiences that have reminded me of how fleeting life is. And so yeah, every day I want to do something that I'm passionate about. And so it's certainly served me in my life. Um, you know, at times there's there's it can it can be a I guess a negative in some ways. Like uh but no, it's certainly been an asset for me is my passion for life and my passion for the things that I get to do with my life.
1: Good. And what's your handicap, by the way?
0: Uh I'm a plus two. So I'm a pretty good plus plus two? Plus two. Yeah. Okay.
1: That yeah. that means you play all the time, right? I do. I play
0: a lot of golf. I Play a lot of golf.
1: So, what's it like to be at the helm of a foundation, I guess? What what's a typical day like for you?
0: Yeah, it's, it changes a lot. I mean, no no day looks looks alike, you know. I, I get to spend a lot of time, you know, the biggest asset that I have is my ability to share the story of the kids and the lives that we impact, right? Because I live it each and every day. And so I'm really trying to share the story of of what we do and why we do it and how we came to do what we do. Um, so it's really telling the story of the kids is really kind of what I am spending most of my days uh, looks like, you know, is trying to develop and get some money in the door, right? Every nonprofit is trying to raise money for kids. But, I mean, it can look like I dabble in um, we're doing some work in the legislative space. So that's some work that I do. Um, looking at some innovation projects. So how can we manufacture prosthetics cheaper to make them more accessible to more people? So, I mean, I can run the whole gamut. Um, every day looks different, but every day that passion is is certainly there.
1: That's good. And yeah. the same with me, every day is different and that it just, it puts joy in my heart. And when you talk, I see that in your face. So I think yeah. you probably feel the same way, right?
0: Yeah, totally. totally. Yeah.
1: So you talked about legislation. I think I was surprised when I started reading about limited access and things like that, you know, one would think in this day and time that it's equal across the board in everything. And, and it's not, that was really surprising to me. So what, what efforts are you putting around that?
0: Yeah. So really the foundation exists predominantly because of the way that insurance companies cover prosthetics insufficiently. So you know, kids only get maybe one year, eight to 18 months out of their prosthetic device. And um, their primary prosthesis is is often covered, but their secondary device. So the device they need to be kids to run, to swim, to climb um, is never covered by insurance companies. So um, families are paying out of pocket just an exorbitant amount of money uh, in order for their kids to have access to their childhood. And so that's why the foundation started. And. and which was just out of outrage, really, because I expected, like similar to you and like most people, that um, that would be something that's covered. And so ultimately, I think the way to impact long term and to really introduce long term sustained changes through policy. Uh, you know, I think right now we're doing great work, but we're really just kind of putting a bandaid on the issue by saying, hey, we'll continue to cover prosthetics. Don't worry, insurance companies, you guys will deny and we'll continue to cover so what we're trying to do is to introduce some legislation that takes away basically the insurance the insurance industry's ability to deny kids access to prosthetics.
1: Gotcha. That's it's shocking, and, but also impressive you guys are taking that on.
0: Yeah, it, it's just, certainly it's an uphill battle, but I think we're on the right side, you know, and I think that ultimately at the end of the day, it's just an awareness thing. You know, when people, so few people are impacted by this, I didn't know anything about prosthetics before my accident. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, once you learn about it and you hear a mom that says, I was, be- I was going to sell our family's home to pay for my son's arm <laughs> yeah. or I was, you know, or he was going to go without, you say, that's not unacceptable. Yeah,
1: and I look at those pictures on your website of those children, and so first, you know, my first response is emotion. I I get tears in my eyes, but then I have such a good feeling knowing that there are people out there like you guys trying to help. So congratulations. And, you know, I was going to read them, but there's like so many awards you've received that (laughs) i thought you know i'd lose my audience i'm not (laughs) gonna do that but (laughs) go to go to the website and check those out it's pretty impressive stuff um so back to golf and investing those two things where's your favorite place to pay golf in nashville
0: oh boy um
1: or is there one in Nashville?
0: No. Yeah, there's certainly there's plenty. I mean, I will. there's so many good golf courses. I belong to a club actually in Kentucky, oh. um, but I love, I mean, Troubadour is great. Vanderbilt Legends is great. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're lucky to have some some really good golf here.
1: So when you're golfing, though, are you also working? I mean, is that networking, obviously, but I mean, are you also fundraising when you're out there?
0: Yeah. Often I am, um, you know, I think it's, it's such an unbelievable golf. One of the, re- the reason I love golf is through is the opportunities it gives you to spend time with people. You know, I can't, I can't call you and say, Hey, Julie, I need four and a half hours of your right. time. Like will <laughs> right. you block, block your entire afternoon, right. But I can say, Hey, Julie, let's go play some golf. And, and throughout that process, we have this really kind of organic conversation that takes place. And people are curious about you know, like you see me, and I'm six four with no legs. It's like I don't blend in anywhere, right? And so everywhere I go, I'm really kind of a walking billboard for the work of the foundation and what we yeah. do. And yeah, and and it's what excites me. It's it's I get to spend time with a lot of really quality people that just so happen to have pretty big checkbooks. And so I, I'm often, um, you know, there is a a bit of an angle, a fundraising angle, for sure. sure, when I'm playing golf.
1: But do you ever just go out and play golf? Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I have a great group of people that I play golf with that are just friends that we just let our hair down and just, you know, shoot the proverbial stuff, if you will.
1: Tell me about investing. Now, this is, uh, is it private equity, I think, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about that a little so th- bit. That's just, like, I just have this kind of... um serial entrepreneur's heart. You know, I, I love innovation. I love disruption. I love people that are looking at things differently and that are not afraid to kind of challenge the status quo. And so I've just found myself surrounded by a lot of people that are are in that world of disruption. And um, naturally, you know, by default, you come across a lot of deals and a lot of deal flow and ideas and concepts that are fun and um that are in various stages of growth, whether that's they're just in very early seed funding, family and friends rounds or their Series A or whatever it is. Um and I think that's part of the golf world as well. Like I just know a lot of kind of entrepreneurs and people that are really kind of innovative. And um so that's become this kind of passion of mine. It always has been and, and I'm lucky that my mom is really versed in that world and and kind of introduced me to that world. And so um we do some deals together and it's a lot of fun because we invest in things that I think can really have a positive impact in the world. Um, A lot of med tech, a lot of pharma, a lot of stuff that's like really, uh, I think going to do a lot of good for people. And so there's kind of that consistency across the board of, um, you know, positive change.
1: So everything, all three areas, what I'm hearing you say is you're all about helping other people and nurturing. And so were you already that kid like in grade school, you know, helping <laughs> kids find their crayons or giving them a push on the monkey bars or something like that? Or is that primarily from your life-changing experience when you had the boating accident?
0: Yeah, I think I always had that this like gentle, compassionate side. And, and that's really by virtue of how I was raised. And that that was definitely a a nurture nature situation of like where I just felt like, it was, I was fortunate enough to not just hear my parents talk about the importance of service and being kind to people and, and um, the value of perception and, and how privileged I was to grow up the way that I did, but I saw their actions and I saw their feet and I saw what they were doing on a daily basis. Both mm-hmm. my parents are intensive care physicians, so they literally devoted their lives to other people and the saving lives. Um And then everything else that they did, you know, we would be we would volunteer and we would we would do a lot of service oriented stuff throughout my childhood that really ingrained and instilled that in me. And so when my accident happened, it was just kind of this natural thing of like, oh, like this isn't, you know, like I'll say, like the angels didn't descend and say, you know, (laughs) you need to do it. It wasn't this big, um, ambitious goal. It was just this is a wrong. I want to be a part of the right. And this is what we're going to do. And that's it. That's excellent.
1: Beautiful. So with all of those things, how do you carve out time, you know, Jordan time, you, you mentioned earlier about when we were talking about balance and 2023 being the year of getting there and all that, how are you currently doing that?
0: Yeah, for me, it's really, it's really letting go of some messages I think some of my stuff was really around like being busy was like this idea that I was driven by. I had to be perfect or I had to excel or I had to be doing something in order to be valuable. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this process right now for me is like slowing down, not doing as much and also being more mindful and aware in the here and now and the present of like, what are those messages that are getting in the way? Like, what is that message of like, You know, if I don't do X, then I will be. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on for me in that in that realm of like self discovery and growth of just slowing down and being more mindful and aware of like what it is that's really driving me and motivating me and just not feeling the need to do all of it right now.
1: That's great. I love hearing that. I really do. So, um, I'm going to ask you. I'd like to give my um, listeners some tips on. Mm -hmm how to be better about those things this coming year. So what's a concrete thing you could tell someone to do to give themselves more time?
0: A big one. Well, a big one, honestly, a big one for me that has really helped is like meditation and like being like in the beginning of the day, like thinking, being mindful of my day and what it's going to look like and being more intentional with what it is that I need. So if I know it's a day that's um, that's been a big one meditation, honestly. Um, and just thinking through the day and just being more still like in my mind and, and less because it's, it just makes me more efficient. There's just less stuff, you know, it's less busy in my mind.
1: Okay, good. That's great. Okay. Um, thank you so much. Um, the next thing I want to do here is a quick lightning round. And then I have a question at the end for you yeah um, so this is just word association or just an answer off the top of your head uh window or aisle aisle okay and mountains or beach mountains okay and coffee or tea
0: coffee
1: okay where do you like to get your coffee when you go out
0: Frothy monkey is really my go-to in East. I'm in East Nashville. So frothy is, is definitely my go-to. No
1: uh-huh. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you a question. So we're writing your eulogy. Hmm. What are the two words that you would like for people to say about you? Two words to describe you.
0: Just kind, loyal,
1: okay. kind and loyal,
0: kind, loyal, excellent, passionate. Can I have a third?
1: Nope. I'll put that as a PS, but no. (laughs) All right. So we're going to wrap up here now. I want to thank you for being with us. And I want you and and your message is just so inspiring and wonderful. So thank you for being you too. Mm. Um, How can our listeners connect with you online and how can they get involved with your foundation? Assuming you want volunteers and donors, et cetera
0: oh yeah absolutely yeah jordan thomas foundation.org um is the place for all things jtf related and um and then my own personal is just press on jt on instagram but we're also jordan thomas foundation on instagram so uh google jordan thomas foundation and you'll find us and please do join us because we uh we do a lot of wonderful work and we have a lot of wonderful we have a wonderful community that we've created and it's uh it's a real blessing
1: great Thank you so much. And again, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate you taking time for
0: us. Of course. Thanks for having me.
1: And thank you all for listening. If you have questions about the podcast, please connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I answer all messages. Thanks again. And we will see you soon. And now here's a time well spent tip. Daylight savings time is on the horizon. And here's a time-saving tip to help you adjust to that time change. The best thing you can do when it comes to daylight savings time is to be prepared. At least three days before the time change, start going to bed a little earlier. According to the Cleveland Clinic, 15 to 30 minutes of extra sleep each day will help you make up for the hour you lost at the end of
0: the week. Thanks for tuning in to Time Well Spent with Julie Hullett. This show is brought to you by Julie Hullett Concierge, LLC, a personal concierge service in Nashville, Tennessee. Learn more at juliehullett.com.